0: So let me pause for a moment. I want you to stop and look down at what you're wearing.
1: Impact Defense shirt.
0: Impact Martial Arts hoodie. My husband's hoodie. And <laughs> pants. And an Impact Martial Arts shirt under it. Okay, now. Can you actively defend yourself in what you are wearing? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Now, listener, can you say the same? Welcome to the
1: Impact Defense Podcast. We are dedicated to giving you the information that you need to help keep you safe. Now let's join our hosts, Brian, Jada, and Kylie.
0: We are talking about how clothing relates to self-defense, Primarily, dressing for self-defense.
1: So it's kind of like dressing for success? Yes. In a violent encounter? Yes.
0: (laughs) Dressing to beat the tar out of someone who wants to hurt you. Gotcha. Woo! Woo! Woo. Kylie, take us away with our sponsor for the day. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by faithandfreedomclothing.com.
1: faithandfreedomclothing.com.
0: Whenever. (laughs) They have some pretty cool shirts, and if you use the coupon code Impact Defense, it gets you 25% off anything that you purchase. But please don't use it on your first time because you get 40% off on your first purchase.
1: Yep, 40% for your first purchase and 25% every single time that you use Impact Defense coupon code.
0: Now, thank you for that word from our sponsor. It's now time for the news portion of our podcast. With your host, me. This one is 58-year-old woman fights off rapist with a pen. It's
1: John Wick's mom. In
0: 2007, a 58-year-old woman was praying in a chapel when a male suspect attempted to force himself on her, allegedly to rape her. She had been taking... She had been taking notes in a journal with a pen, and when the male started to assault her, she channeled her inner Jason Bourne and stabbed the man several times in the neck with her pen. He quickly retreated. Even though she was no professional MMA fighter, the woman had two very important skills, a survivor's instinct and ingenuity for turning common objects into weapons.
1: Also known as...
0: Improvised weapons! Very good. Woo! So, praying in chapel man tries to assault her she stabs him in the neck three times, so I, times. I,
1: yeah that's right I forgot about Jason Bourne because he did that too in those movies which I was also I enjoyed those movies and,
0: and, and um, um, John Wick was a pencil
1: yeah I know I know but With
0: the pencil. that was the best character build up ever <laughs> like just a mob boss talking about being scared of him all while he's busting through concrete with a hammer to get to his murder weapon. Yeah. Anyway.
1: So anyway. Well,
0: his assassination.
1: This is this is not a review of the John Wick series,
0: even though it's great. <laughs>
1: Kindly, Moving You're on. not
0: allowed to watch it. And this podcast is primarily focusing on what you need to wear in order to be able to move and defend yourself okay. without being completely hindered.
1: Okay. All right, I got you.
0: Because there are lots of different ways clothing relates to self-defense and a lot of misconceptions about how clothing relates to self-defense.
1: That is true. That is true.
0: <clears throat> but let's just start with what you're wearing right now. If you had to run away, could you do so in what you were wearing? If you had to throw a strike, so a palm heel or a punch or an elbow, could you do that in what you're wearing?
1: I think people that do, like, the kind of stuff that we do for a living probably has got, like, a hand up on everybody else as far as that. Because we kind of can wear pretty much what we want when we are not physically teaching. And then when we're teaching, you know, it depends on the class that we're teaching. But we are always basically in some type of whatever we want to wear or some form of workout clothes. You know? So, yeah, we can pretty much always run Hit whatever we need to do, except for if you conceal carry. We can't always conceal carry in in our workout clothes. I don't have to worry about that problem yet. Not yet, but you got a year. Speaking of which, I know this is off subject, and this is just me being completely ADD, but this is our 51st episode, which means uh, we missed one week. This is our one-year anniversary episode right here we've now been doing this for a year (laughs) sorry i meant to say that much earlier in the podcast but you know
0: i think i too also have an advantage on some other people and you as well in that we don't generally like clothing that we can't move in
1: yeah that's true
0: like i am the type of person who gets claustrophobic in clothing that is too restrictive like i can't stand even wearing belts just because i can't stand that feeling so like my martial arts belt is slightly different because all of the rest of my clothing is kind of loose and it's you know it's it's not um annoying belt but like you give me some kind of coarse leather belt or anything like that i can't stand leather
1: belt but you know i do have i mean i'm wearing a belt right now um but to be completely honest with you, I'm also wearing a gun right now. So if you're doing that, you need to wear. If you're carrying a gun, you need to wear a belt.
0: Yeah, the whole point of that was not don't wear belts. It's just that you do have a slight advantage if you already dislike restrictive clothing. Yeah,
1: true. Um, and I think so. Everybody doesn't have that same kind of thing. So if you're you're if you're business casual and that's your dress code at work, then. You know that's that's pretty easy as well. Um, I think the biggest thing there is just make sure that, like you said, it's not too restrictive. Um, you know, and and then shoes. Shoes are very shoes are extremely important for self defense. I basically almost only wear tennis shoes. So yeah, like you know, if you have men's dress shoes, um,
0: Is that still? In the same category as tennis shoes?
1: No. Okay. No. You know, you were talking about, and you've seen me probably in weddings and funerals in those. Uh, So you have no traction. And I know, like, women's dress shoes, just dress shoes in in, in general, you have no traction. You know, 99% of the time there's no traction in those shoes. Um, So you need to try to find something with traction that's going to kind of... Be a nice, healthy in between.
0: I very rarely... Not very rarely. I have very few dresses that I can't wear... That I can't wear sneakers with. Like, I have a pair of black Vans, and those are my dress shoes most of the time. (laughs) And I can wear most of the dresses that I own with those. Hmm. Also, the dresses I own are not restrictive. They're all very stretchy and flowy. So, like, I'm not saying... We're not saying that you can't... Have nice clothing, but you do need to be careful when you wear it. Yeah. And uh, how often.
1: I think timing is, is key on a lot of these things.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But I'm thinking, I guess I'm thinking leaning more into the idea of people at work for the most part. Um, and I know there are some people that are required, like suit and tie, kind of real uh, button up type of uh, you know, instance, dress code. For instance,
0: John Wick. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: okay. Bus- many business people wear um, three-piece suits, uh, kind of. They went well, you know, three-piece, but you know what I'm saying—suit and tie type stuff. women a lot of times
0: wear pantsuits.
1: Yeah, or you know skirts and whatever. I don't. I, I've never had one of those types of jobs, you <laughs> know. Um, but I've seen those type of people. But Pretty anyway, sure, I would melt. <laughs> so, but but anyway, on those situations, you know, people are wearing. Some people have to wear that type of stuff for their job. And in that case, you want to try to pick something that is as movable as possible. Something you can move around in as, po- as much as possible. So nothing too, like you said, restrictive. Um, never in any way should you, like, kick anybody in the head. Um, but if you're wearing something where you have the freedom to do so then that would mean it would be a lot easier to move and defend yourself in it. Again, not that you should ever kick anybody in the head in self-defense. That's really, really dumb.
0: Well, you need a good bit of range of motion just to run. In
1: the first yeah, place. I know.
0: Like a, a sprint? It's not the little like, tiny walk that women in tight skirts have to do. I'm just
1: <laughs> Like yeah. there's
0: a reason that women in the movies look absolutely stupid when they try to run.
1: <laughs> so dress with something with some room in it. Um Are you going... Are we going to talk any about, like, outside of that, you know, dressing in such a way that causes certain attention? Okay. There are t-shirts out there that I see. It's not so much that it's, you know, restrictive. It's more along the lines of it creates... Tension. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about some of the reasons that people get attacked. One of those reasons is anger. So someone getting angry or a conflict in the first place that leads to a fight or an attack or something along that. Those lines. So wearing clothing that antagonizes a certain group or party, that can cause self-defense encounters. Yeah. So we don't want anyone to misunderstand us when we're talking about this. But if what you are wearing... Could potentially provoke anger in someone else. Really think about if it's worth wearing.
1: Yeah. Okay. So there are going to be some things where it's like, here we are in 2021, um, and I'm just going to be stupid for just a moment. But here we are in 2021 at a place where it seems like no matter who you can offend anyone. Anyone. Okay. And I am too bad at a lot of times to look at things and go like, I, I'm not easily offended at all. I have really, really learned that about myself. I really don't care most of the time. Now I look at some things and go, that's stupid. You really shouldn't wear that. That's kind of dumb. Um, I might look at some things and like, like, why would you wear that? There are children around, uh, <laughs> but I, does it offend me? You know, no. Um, do I? You can not like something and not be offended by
0: it. Yeah, something can annoy you.
1: Yeah. So, but let's just. There are a lot of people who get really, really offended over a lot of different things right now. Uh, you know, something as simple as like the American flag on something. You got the American flag. Some people kind of are really offended over that right now. It's, uh, I'm sorry, uh, but I don't. I don't run around and say. Look at it and go, okay, is this gonna offend like one random dude in Walmart? Maybe. Is this going to offend fifty percent of the people that see me? Okay, that that's the type of thing you gotta think about. Cause anything you're wearing can probably can offend somebody.
0: So really think about is what you're about to wear antagonistic?
1: Yeah, I think that's the more Or
0: just it. controversial.
1: But then also and I know this is not really the subject of it, but are we... You know, you look at it and you hear a lot of people talk about how... Are we
0: disagreeing in a respectful way?
1: Oh, well that yeah. That's usually... there are, I can guarantee there are some shirts that I'm going to wear that might offend some people. But, you know, those are the ones I'm like, sorry, get over it uh, kind of stuff. It's nothing... It's nothing that bad, and it's probably not going to cause a fight. Uh, There are some things where I see, I walk around, I see some shirts, and I'm like, dude, I think you're asking for trouble. (laughs) But again, asking for trouble, let's look at other things. Uh, Does wearing certain styles of clothing make you more susceptible to uh, being a target?
0: Now, here's the funny thing. Not funny, but you've got to think about what criminals Take most into account if they are going to commit a purposeful crime. So, outside of antagonism, most crimes are planned in some way.
1: Hmm.
0: So, if it's not a simple assault, as in a fight leads to something, or a verbal conflict leads to something, right. then most of the time it's planned in some way.
1: Yeah, it's a predator and of some when,
0: Yes, and when it's a predator... Everything changes a little bit.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think you're only really asking for trouble if you're purposefully wearing something that's to antagonize a different party. Agreed. Um, but let's talk about what criminals actually target people based on. In general, criminals target people based on who's, who looks confident and who's paying attention. Yep. Because they don't want to be caught. If they're going to plan their crime in any way, they're going to plan it to be... Even if it's short-term planning. Like, they see someone... Like, they, they were already, like, in the mindset of committing a crime, and then they see someone who looks like an easy target.
1: Yeah. Who's not confident and I'm not sure how you said that a second ago, but... Who's
0: not confident and not aware. Right. Who's not confident and not aware.
1: Yeah. If it's a predator, that's what they're looking for more than anything. And sometimes your clothing reflects... That, mm-hmm. that you're not confident, that you're, you know, um, we, and, and this is a podcast all to itself. Okay. Uh, we are going to come back and do this one pretty soon. Uh, but if we are looking at this, we want to think about like, how am I, do I portray confidence? Does what I'm wearing portray some sort of confidence or does it show unconfidence? Inconfidence? So
0: just t- no, unconfidence. I'm losing my mind. Show vulnerability. Thank you. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: or portray you as someone who's weaker. Yeah. Uh, so here's just a tiny taste of what our next podcast, not next podcast. Well, we can do the next
1: podcast. That'll be We fine. could.
0: We can make it the next podcast. But just a tiny taste of what that podcast is going to be about is studies have actually shown that um, particularly women who wear... Very conservative clothing.
1: Like extremely conservative. Like like.
0: extremely conservative. Like sleeves that come past the elbows and long skirts or long pants. Like purposefully trying to cover something up. Also... um, Long
1: hair in the bun.
0: Yeah, long hair in the bun. um, Which is usually kind of a representation of some kind of uh, religious belief um, Mm -hmm. or denominational thing. Uh, They are actually more likely be targeted
1: at least they they garner they're ones that garner the second look and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't think like that but that's the truth and it's statistically true um but the thing is
0: how it often it doesn't
1: it doesn't it's not like it's solely based on that
0: yes how often do you see a woman wearing that clothing that is walking around looking confident like
1: oh i i know a few
0: i know a few but most of the time when i see those women or those kids and or the little girls in Walmart also that are wearing those things they don't look very sure of themselves and I mean part of that is that people stare at them constantly because you know four women in Walmart wearing all wearing jeans skirts and their hair in buns it makes people look at you twice Mm. and it's not great for the confidence but in the end when you think about those women you don't think of a stronger female figure you know You don't think of it as the picture of confidence. You look at it as someone who's trying... Who's unsure of themselves and who's trying to hide something, you know? And so we're not trying to offend anybody here. This is genuine research that...
1: Well, no, I think that goes down to... There are things... There might be things about you, and some things you can help, and some things you cannot. I wear glasses. Statistically, dudes that wear glasses are... Given that second look, they are there, you know, you look at you and think, hmm, that person might be a a target, you know? Now, if then they kind of size me up and look and go like, uh, you know, he's walking around like he knows what he's doing, you know, he's walking around with some confidence, then that's gonna kind of turn the target away, generally speaking. Uh, So, you know, just know that there are gonna be things about you that, whether you can help or not, may make you, may make somebody think, already think another time about possibly you as a target but we'll get into that in the next podcast so uh, back to this one looking at making sure that you are dressing in a way as best you can in the environment that you are in as something you can move in I hate flip flops I do not wear I will wear flip flops to like in here I wear them to the bathroom because it's disgusting (laughs) to go barefooted into the bathroom Um, and I will wear flip flops to the beach and that's about it or to the pool if i am you know we're on vacation or something like that i'll wear flip-flops down there but that's about the extent of it you know i'm gonna if i'm gonna go out and be around in public a lot of times it's tennis shoes why is it tennis shoes it's because i know i can do anything in tennis shoes i don't have to worry about you know throwing a shoe.
0: So this particular podcast, like we said, is in relation to wearing something that you can move in and freely defend yourself in. Not so much as what kind of clothing makes you more likely to be targeted. Um, he covered a little bit on dressing for for carrying, for concealed carrying if you mm-hmm. um, have that kind of permit. Um,
1: yeah, so it, think about it. If I am carrying a any type of self-defense tool, it, it doesn't matter if it's You know, an eye, if it doesn't matter if it's a gun, if it's pepper spray, if it's uh, a stun gun, if it's uh, some type of tactical pen, or if you're one of those, like, you know, people and you carry all of them, Uh, you know, whatever. You have to think about, like, how can I carry whatever I'm going to carry?
0: And not just if it can fit on there, but also if you can, like, if you can get to it. Easily.
1: If you can get to it easily, for you like, think about. You
0: might be able to clip your holster onto gym shorts. Does that mean that it's going to be easy to get your gun if you need it?
1: You can your get guns your guns, <gasps> but it's getting out of the holster is the problem. <laughs> yes, because yeah. we have people that come in to concealed carry classes, and we start teaching them how to draw, and they go like, "Oh, uh, I wasn't prepared for this." And then they were trying to draw out of. I've seen we've had them draw, put a holster, and draw out of like leggings. Uh, We have had them do jeans with no belts, and a lot of times the same things happen. You grab the handle of the gun, you pull it up, the holster, and everything comes out.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we've seen what kind of shirt and what material shirt the person wears yes. hang their pistols. Yep. So that's another thing to keep in
1: mind. Or that you're unable to get it because it's like, well, we have one guy in here who is wearing like one of these performance type shirts. And he was having a hard time like grabbing a hold of the shirt and pulling up so he can then draw the pistol.
0: Mm-hmm. So I mean, so dress for your self defense tools, mm-hmm. but also dress for being able to move and throw strikes or knees or whatever you have to do to get yourself out of that situation if you don't have a self defense tool. Yep. Let's say that you're going to a funeral or something. I went to a funeral recently and I was in a dress and I wore um, I wore a pair of Heels, Because that was the only pair of shoes I had that went with the dress. I was going to a funeral. The likelihood of having to run very quickly in a funeral is not that great. And I was surrounded by friends and family, people that I knew really well. There's a difference in the danger level... There. There's still right. a possibility of something happening. There's always
1: a possibility. But there's always a
0: possibility. It's like but the danger level there, it's not a high-risk situation. Right, right. When it comes to going to a party or something along those lines, somewhere out in public, you know, where it's not as controlled of an environment and you don't know as many of the people around you and all of those things that's a higher risk situation to wear that kind of clothing in. Very true. I did have to get gas while I was in those clothes. And that made me a whole lot less comfortable. I was perfectly comfortable in my outfit everywhere else. But as soon as I had to go get gas, I was more worried.
1: Yeah.
0: So one thing you might want to practice if you're a woman and wear heels somewhere is see how quickly you can take the heels off or kick them off. So if it's something that straps onto your leg might not be the best choice yeah you know um for instance mine have like they're sort of stretchy so the straps are sort of stretchy i can kick them off fairly simply and that was a factor in what i bought which is weird to say self-defense was a factor in me buying heels no, but I,
1: you know but I, it's, I understand. it's
0: true like you want something sturdy and you want something that you can easily kick off if you to. Those are just things that, if you're wearing clothing that does restrict your movement, let's say a tighter jacket or something, just make sure that it's something you can really easily remove if needed, mm-hmm. if need be. If you are looking for any type of self-defense tools, go and go over to theatomicbear.com and use the coupon code Impact Defense. It gets you twenty percent off of anything that you purchase.
1: All right, guys. I hope you have enjoyed the podcast. We have officially reached a year. Uh, you can, if you're enjoying it, please go over to Apple podcast, rate us, give us a five-star rating and a review. We would really appreciate that. And, uh, hopefully by the next one or so, we will start reading the reviews online again. We haven't looked in the last few weeks. Uh, so, all right. Thank you guys very much for listening. And we'll hope to see you in the next one. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to the impact defense podcast. If you would like to learn more about how to keep yourself safe, check out the articles, videos, courses, and seminars at www.impactdefense.online. We also do training for security teams, churches, businesses, groups, and more. Stay sharp, stay focused, and train hard.